You're listening to The Big Possible Show with your host, Noah Scott. It's time to break through the limits and achieve all you can imagine. All you can imagine. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Big Possible Show. This is your host, Noah Scott, signing on with Mark Amuzgar. Mark, one second. Hi, Noah. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Yes, absolutely, Mark. So Mark is an engineer, an innovator, and an entrepreneur who's running his third business after two successful exits. He's been building products and scaling businesses for over 14 years with $20 million in revenue. And I'm sure you've got tons of stories to share. Mark, welcome to the show, man. So Mark, do you want to share just for the listeners uh, so they can get a chance to know you? What would you say is your superpower? The thing that's unique to you that you've just honed through the years? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, maybe being analytical and maybe being too analytical. So it's the engineer. It's both good and bad. Yes. The <laughs> engineers of the world. We've got to, we've got to, you got to analyze things. It's great. So beautiful. And as this is the big possible show, one of the things I love to celebrate is the fact of taking risks. I mean, life is always going to be, there's always going to be twists and turns. And so often people can get scared of big challenges. And so I like to share stories of people who are challenging the status quo, doing things that are hard and sharing those stories. So do you have a time of that you maybe faced the biggest risk of your life? What was going on in your head at the time and, and how did the cards pan out? Biggest risk for me in the last couple of years, starting March Health, um, in a specific time in my life, um, maybe one of was one of the biggest risks and i'm so happy personally that i took that risk because um, it helped me to realize and uh, get a confirmation on my vision and also helped me to align my vision with what i was working on so i have been investing my own money on the on the startup as well so taking that risk investing my own saving and putting 100% of my time on the startup was uh, definitely was one of the biggest risks of last couple of years for me. Absolutely. And so walk me through that. Like, what was the incentive to say, like, let's do this? And obviously, there's probably a million thoughts going through your head. Like, what if this fails? What if it doesn't work? How did you battle those? And, and, you know, how did you set yourself up so that you had the courage to actually do it and actually say, okay, I'm going to invest all this money. I'm going to build it. Like, why? It's challenging. And I always um, wasn't that brave person that I say uh, I, uh, that, yeah, I'm going to be successful for sure. And that fear of failure and many of that, it has been with me. And this is the story of like many entrepreneurs. But this is what I've learned personally, that I let fear be in the car but I don't let fear to drive the car. This is what I tell him, that, hey, you sit in the back of the car, your presence helped me to be a better entrepreneur, more careful and more conservative in terms of decisions and the money spending for the business or the project. But let me drive the car. I've made many mistakes in the past 16, 17 years, um, and I've been learning from my mistakes. The other one is um, 
think deeply about the mistakes that I've been making and then learn from them and then try to move on and not get stuck. If I want to tell you this story, uh, it's coming from my like, personal pain. March Health is an AI-powered women self-assistant. And I've been married for 12 years and I've seen my wife going through excruciating pain every month for days. I always wanted to do something about that as an engineer, as an entrepreneur, as a partner. But I always was um, busy um, on this project, that project, this company. But two and a half years ago, three years ago, something very personal happened to us that I told myself, hey, enough is enough. And I decided to be part of the solution. So we started working on a solution for menstrual pain for the physical part. And then we came up with this where we're one inch by one inch, the thickness is half an inch. And then we noticed that not everyone has that physical pain. So we added that mobile application for the emotional psychological um, agony associated with monthly um, wellness of menstruation as well. And it was the time that my co-founder um, joined the company that since this is like women's health product or menstruating people in general, um, she was in charge of the PR and building the community and being the face of the company. And uh, I've been in charge of the product and uh, the back end and basically the operation part. This combination of co-founders and also um, having a great co-founder, that chemistry between um, two people, and also having a great team um, it goes a long way. I think without a good team, without a strong, opinionated team, it's very hard to um, even have a chance to be successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so... I love the fact that, you know, it's so powerful having the one, the mission, right? So you have this, this burning desire, this thing that you want to solve and, and having that be the guiding force where it's, it doesn't even matter whether or not like, you know, you're motivated because this thing is bigger than yourself. It's, it's so powerful to have that. And then when you have the, you tie that in with the co-founder, somebody that's got your back, someone that fills your strengths and, um, you can lean on for support. Wow, that's that's really where just magic happens. So uh, great to great to see that you have those two elements um, combined. Now, you know personally, are there are there any frameworks, practices, or even just philosophies that you follow when it comes down to set and and achieve things that are big? You know, whether it's a big goal that you're working on or just something that's a little feeling audacious. Um, what have you found to be helpful for you? Um, earlier, you were talking about that courage to start. Um, one of the things that really have helped me to be a better founder and entrepreneur was that fast-fail mentality, that there are so many things that I don't know, and I need to accept this first, and then be able to um, have that problem-solution ladder very clearly on paper. What is the problem that I'm trying to solve? What is the root cause of the problem? Second phase, the third one. What are the alternatives and options that I have as a solution? Then the fourth one, what is the best solution? 
and how to implement that best solution. Having said that, following agile product development has been really helpful. Like uh, short iterations going through um, sprints with like a, um, um, either Scrum or Kanban and specifically um, um, for having that pre-plannings, plannings, review and retro sessions with the team, having the goals and deadlines and uh, short iterations between the focus groups, user studies, and also the development team to make sure that whatever we are developing and working on is the exact thing that our user not only wants, but needs, and also um, take out their wallet to pay for that. Sometimes you might like something, but if someone asks you to pay for that, you might say, oh, no, I just like it if it's free. Right. So um, this has been, these two has been um, like uh, on top of my list. Love it, love it. And, you know, we kind of talked about, so we talked about a lot of the, the personal frameworks and strategies, but when it comes to inspiration, um, do you have anyone that you're looking up to in terms of like mentors or influential people in your life? Uh, this could be, there be like people that you follow on social. Um, and then what about that? have you found to give you guidance and counsel? Oh, many people, many people. I'm, I have been learning a lot from Sarah Blakely and she had an interview. She was talking about how, when she was a child, her dad um, high-fived her when um, she was talking about the failure of the day, that they had a conversation and that her dad asked her, okay, what did you fail? Uh, how did you fail today? And she was basically talking about the failure of that day. And that was very um, inspirational for me because it helped me to understand and also deep dive to my childhood and think about what the person that I am today, what helped me from my childhood to get here? And if I have a we are like each of us, we have our own baggages, correct? Um, um, uh, like good functionalities and also dysfunctionalities. And also what from my childhood is causing the fear that I might have about this specific topic or the dysfunctionality that I might have. So that um, failure story from Sarah and others uh, was really helpful. And um, also Steve Jobs and also how he was always thinking ahead of his time in terms of design, in terms of creativity, in terms of um, the new products that we might not understand in that moment of time that we need them. But later, we realize that we can't live without them. So, yeah, these two people. Incredible. Yeah. What powerful examples. And I love sharing kind of how it relates to you personally. It's so great. Um, one of the questions I love, and I think this is going to be great for, for having your analytical mind on, I geek out on mental models and, you know, decision-making frameworks. And so do you have, you know, because I really believe like when we're doing something epic, we want to achieve some massive goal. Ultimately, the actions that we make are are what builds that. But then at the end of the day, the decisions we make on a daily basis are what defines our actions. So do you have a mental model or decision-making framework that 
you found to be particularly helpful in your life? One of the things that I do is um, I postpone important decisions until I have enough information and enough data to make sure that I can have a high chance of success while making that decision. But this is a double-edged sword, and there is a, like a silver night lining between postponing all the decisions and making sure that you're not wasting time but not making the right decision on time. So specifically about decision-making, AHP has been really successful in terms of the features that we want to prioritize for the for the uh, for our products and using models like MODM, MADM in terms of a multi-objective or uh, decision-making, basically different ways for different uh, different um, uh, KPIs and making sure that um, I prioritize what is important for me. And also uh, when it comes to strategies. Um, understanding the benefit and cost of the value, maximizing the value with the lowest effort uh, has been really helpful. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. So, and it's funny, there's a, I think it was Colin Powell has this thing. It's like, if, if you have 70% of the information, you have enough to make a decision. But, you know, sometimes if you have more than that, you've waited too long. So oh, yeah. it's, I love that analogy of the double-edged sword. It's like, get enough information so that you can make the decision, but don't get too much where you've missed the boat. Yeah. Epic. Cool. So Mark, um, as, as we work out towards closing up, do you want to, do you want to share how people can support you, how they can uh, stay in touch with you, follow about all the cool things you have going on with March Health and, and your other businesses? Definitely. Um, if you're listening to this, um, and you're an investor, reach out to Mark at Captain. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, reach out to Mark at March.health. If you are listening and you want to help and support uh, either in the US or in a different country, we need everyone's help. As a male, as a person that, who doesn't menstruate, uh, but I've seen firsthand my wife going through this every month. And I believe that this is not just female thing or menstruating people thing. It's everyone's thing because either I am menstruating or I have a loved one who does. And it, it doesn't affect just a small group of people. It affects all of us in an individual level, in a family level, um, in a societal level, and for businesses also. So we need to be able to create an inclusive environment and habitable for everyone and in, in the society and in the workplace. Um, having said that, if you are a business owner and uh, we have a special package for businesses, for your employees, um, a very um, high discount um, if get introduced by the business. And uh, if you're in a specific city, uh, want to help, please reach out so you can be our ambassador in that specific country, in that, in that city, in that state. And we are always hiring, so um, please check our website for new positions. And also, if you want to download the app, it's March Health, available on both iOS and um, App Store and Google Play. 
So please, please download it. Um, give it a chance. Try that. If you see a problem, report it to us so we can fix it immediately. Join our community and let us move the needle. This is a stigmatized topic. It has been for so long, but this is 2022. We are getting to the like last 10 weeks of 2022. And honestly, I think um, enough is enough. We need to normalize the conversation around this topic and help people to feel safe, to be more confident about who they are. Beautiful. Mark, thank you so much for your mission and for all that you're doing. Pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate that. That's it for this episode of The Big Possible Show. This is Noah Scott signing out to let you know I appreciate you for being here. Of course, if you enjoyed the episode and want to share some feedback, visit Apple and drop a review. That review will help other people find the show, and it also gives me a signal that, hey, people are out there listening. With that, may the rest of your day be filled with epic adventures. And I'll see you right here for the next episode.